Hey, Alex. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Aren't you excited? We're back. I am, yeah. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. We are ready to begin the 2018 fantasy football season with our league. We are, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we should take a quick moment and address what happened to cause the season to come to a premature end last year. What? You, you don't remember? No. <laughs> Because I lost everything, so I wasn't in the playoffs. Uh, Your dedication to our project is inspiring, but if you remember, we stopped after a uh, season or a week eight last year. Oh, did we? <laughs> I don't know. I took out my notes for this to prepare, and it just had like three things on it. And it was like you lost last year. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's <laughs> not let's not spoil the ending. Ending that was last year. Was that <laughs> beginning of this season? <laughs> I didn't prep for this. No, no, you did not. But I thought you might have remembered we didn't do a finished complete season last year. I did. I thought we did. Oh wait, no, we didn't. That's why I lost. Right. I'm just gonna step in here for a while, kind of give some narrative. Are you talking about the trade thing? That was part of it. Okay. <clears throat> so I believe what happened last year was. For me, we got hit on three fronts. Um, first, weeks six, seven, and eight. Oh, I'm sorry, seven, eight, and nine were atrocious. I lost those three weeks by a combined six points total. And all three of those went down to the wire on the Monday night game. And two of them, two of those games I was projected to win as we went into the two-minute warning. Dang. Yes. So the last of that was week nine. And I think at that point, I just really hated fantasy football, combined Hmm. with the fact that, as you alluded to after three or four minutes of not remembering anything, you and I had made a trade that was vetoed by the league. And I think to just keep that thing buried for now, we'll simply say that there was strong disagreement amongst a few of our league members about whether or not it was a fair trade. Wasn't it Des Bryant? For somebody? Do you even try? It was a guy, it was a running back, and he had two good weeks, and I was like, Des Bryant's useless, and he's probably not even going to be on a team next year. And I was like, I'll trade him for this dude. And you were like, maybe Des Bryant will be handy. Right? Because I was desperate because I didn't have a running back. It was Kirk Cousins. It was Kirk Cousins. Oh, because I had Matt Stafford. Exactly. Why'd you let me keep talking if I was wrong? Yeah, no, I I was going to trade Kirk Cousins because I already had Matt Stafford, and Kirk Cousins was falling off anyway, it seemed. And Matt Stafford was coming back up. Well, it was just because it was the first time you actually said something besides, I don't know, I wanted to honor it. Oh, fair enough. But I think we'll just leave that there. Uh, we've all moved on in life. The trade did not happen, and uh, that's okay. And now we're back. It's 2018. Yeah, I don't think it really affected me much anyway. I pretty much lost. What? what? We're going to talk with you about not ruining the ending here. What ending? I'm talking about last year. Can you just trust me here for a minute? Okay. I. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Here's the guy with the notes. Yeah. We apparently, you know, there are folks who can be apart for a long period of time and they say that they don't miss a beat when they're back together. That is not applying to you and I. Well, no, we're on, we're on, we're on sync, you know. This is, it's, it's, you know, how it always is. You know what you're talking about and I'm just here to not. 
it is fair. I, I think that you are 98% of the reason that the people listen to the show. So that's, that's pretty spot on. Well, I mean, you're talking about like, you don't remember last year, but you're like, I had three weeks where I lost by a combined total of six points. I'm like last year watching the first quarter of the one o'clock Sunday game. And I'm like, all right, I'm down by 90. I just need Kirk Cousins to throw eight touchdowns and his seven other players to get injured in the first quarter. And then maybe I can tie. <laughs> so I was just, you know, I was just like, you know, I guess I'll just watch the games. You know, the only the only weeks where that were fun, I went against Lucas. Because, I mean, we were both terrible. <laughs> Pretty much every week I was like, all right, what well, wide receiver is going to be a third stringer that might get some catches this week that I can pick up off a of free agency? And what running back doesn't have a broken chin? Which is really sad because you were wide receiver heavy in last year's draft. First three picks. Yeah, but they they were butts. You know, they kept they kept tricking me. My whole team last year was like, all right, we're going to get 50 points when we're on the bench, but when we play, we're going to, I don't know, sleep or, you know, underperform. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that was every week. So Ty, Mon- Ty Montgomery. Okay, so first of all, Marvin Jones, he was doing so mediocre, and then I dropped him, and then he was great. And then Ty Montgomery – I was like, all right, he's a start. And then he was like, I'm going to get three points and two points and three points. I bench him. I'm going to get 50. I'm like, okay, better switch him back. Two points, three points, four points. No, I'm going to get 50 points. It was over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Do you mean T.Y. Hilton? What am I saying? Ty Montgomery. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. Oh, hmm. I had Ty Montgomery last year. You might have. That's why I was confused. Sure. And you had T.Y. Hilton. I did. Two, t- two T.Y. names. Ty and T.Y. So, Alex, I've got two goals for this year. Two goals. Is it to win? Going to get there. Okay, but that should always be your goal. You can never go into anything. I expect you to win, Steven. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are your other two goals? Uh, goal one. There. Okay. I, I'd like our show, The Power Jenkins, at ChubbyThunder13 on Twitter, yeah. to get 100 followers this year. Okay. Do you know 100 people? I think I know the 10 people in our league and my wife and kids. Oh, and our mom. Love you, mom. All right. So uh, (laughs) you're the guy who said to get 100 followers, we should probably keep it short. Yet we are seven and a half minutes in and haven't talked about a darn thing. That's your fault. That's true. You're leading this. Yeah, I own that. Okay, so goal one, 100 followers. And yes, I know like 13 people. 100 followers on iTunes? No, on Twitter, where Chubby Thunder 13 and the Power Jenkins are. Okay. Do you even have, I don't even have a Twitter account. Maybe you could get one so you could follow us? I'll try. We got up to, like, almost double digits last year when that professional wrestler in that nursing home and that minor league basketball team were following us. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, what, we were at, like, five? No, we almost got to double digits. I think we were eight or nine. Dope. Okay. But I think if we – but that leads into number two. Because we'll finish the season. Because we had some success. Somebody in Germany listened to our show last year. Really? I don't know anybody in Germany. No, I don't. Dig it. So, so if we just we that's goal two. We're gonna no matter how bad things get, even if you and I are ninth and tenth every week. So let's do this and try to combine the end of last year with the start of this year. We will review our draft. And then as we review the draft, as we talk about teams, as we work from 10 all the way to 1, we'll do a couple things. We'll, we'll, we'll let folks know the new names for the teams because most years or every year most of us change our name. Okay. What are we going to call my team? 
We're not letting iTunes censor us. We'll come up with something. Uh, cheese? Cheese. Cheese. But let's not spoil that quite yet. We already did. We're getting there, but we've still got a little bit of hope that maybe... But we can't already spoil it because we can't say it. Okay, so I'm just going to move us along. Okay. I think that's the thing. i got to stop saying move us along. I think I just got to... No, I think you need to do that or I'll stay off topic. No, I think I need to move us along and just not use that phrase. Okay. Working on a new phrase. I'm working through stuff over here. Get a catchphrase. I really do want to get a catchphrase. Let's hop on to the next subject. Let's quit janking around and get to the next spot. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. So one change I made to how we do the rankings, this, the jankings, if you will, this year. If you will. If you will. Now, the formula for how I determine the jankings during the season has been a secret and will continue to be a secret until I die, at which point I will pass it along to my son. I'm really hoping it's just a formula that involves like a couple additions and subtractions. Like you think it's this formula, but then you like take out this sheet of paper and it's like seven plus eight. Mm. Like I don't know what I expected. You know, it's kind of. The, <laughs> I'm gonna find it one day. <laughs> no, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna look. Steven, you're giving me a look like I'm gonna steal your secrets, and Steven, I'm gonna. I'm gonna break a truth here. I don't care what the formula is. You're gonna break a truth. I am. Seems like you just told the truth. I, I broke open the bottle that was sealing the truth. Broke the truth. So what I do, uh, the Jenkins are, <laughs> during the year, have a formula that I use. But in the beginning of the year, it's just simply what I've been doing the last few years is what does ESPN, how many points does ESPN project that our starters will get? And then that's where we start, 10th all the way to 1st, based on that simple number. Mm -hmm. But then I decided that's not fair because if ESPN says a team sucks, and I don't think they do, I'm stuck week one if they say, for example, you're the worst team, mm -hmm. then my Jenkins have to pick you to lose to somebody even if I think you're the better team. So the long and short of that is I used, I created a new formula to determine our rankings, and I will include everybody's score when I say their number. Okay. And basically it's, I went into, the, I went into our draft, this may surprise you, 16 different tiers of players. And based on how many people you had from each tier, I gave you points. And then I gave you bonus points for each player you had in the top four tier. Because I think that's really where, that's the top 40 players. I think that's really where a lot of the good stuff was. Neat. I thought so. So that will be the goal. Or that's what we're going to do there. I'm talking about you read the first round picks and then we will we'll get back to business. You mean the second round picks after the keepers? That's right. For the purposes of this draft, uh, keepers are round one picks, and then we start with round two. Matt having the first pick in round two, and he kept Antonio. Well, he picked Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jason was second, and he picked Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Tim was second, picked Ezekiel Elliott, the safest player in the draft. Well done, sir. Alex then picked at fourth, David Johnson. Solid. Kelly, after that, uh, picked DeAndre Hopkins. That's a perfect pick for number five. Gordon. Or six. Or five. Or five. Let's go five. Or five. Or mm -hmm. five. Okay. Gordy. Stefan Diggs. I think we're going to drug test Gordy. Okay. Bobby. Saquon Barkley. Seems like a solid pick. Steve then picked Michael Thomas. Can I ask what you think of that pick? Uh, I mean, I liked it. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, it's where he would, should go. I feel like... If we take away, like, every player could get injured on any play. But if I think of 
I think there are two players I think are just the safest in the entire draft. I don't have a ton of concerns about them. They are Ezekiel Elliott and Michael Thomas, so I was pretty happy to get. Well, that's a smart pick. Agreed. So back to you. Oh, and then ninth, Cam picked Kareem Hunt. That was a nice pick. And Lucas picked Melvin Gordon at 10. So let's start with this. Alex, who do you think starts the year number 10 on our sheet, on our list? Gordy. Alex, you are correct. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to be like, Alex, you are number 10. <laughs> you scored seven points. So Gordy uh, was 10th with my projections with 652 points. ESPN also has some 10th, so we're actually in agreement there. Oh. And last year, Gordy finished 8th. He did not make the playoffs, but had a nice little end to his season. But let's talk about this year's team. Well, the number one thing that I think he has going for him this year is that he can't go down. He can only be look good as the year goes on. Because he can't be worse than 10th at the end of the season. Yes. Nice. So congratulations, Gordy. And Gordy has what I thought was the second worst decision in the entire draft. Is it Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs in the second round. I'm going to pause for point of clarification. With the way our league works, there's one keeper. Everyone can keep one person. Yep. Uh, for our purposes, I'm calling that the first round of the draft. The keeper round? Mm -hmm. So okay. Gordy kept Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Has the sixth pick in the draft and selects Stefan Diggs. And for context, these are the players that went off, the five players that went off after Stefan Diggs Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Kareem, The Dream Hunt, Melvin Gordon, and Leonard Fournette. Alex, how many of those players would you take over Stefan Diggs? One, two, five. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm liking this. I want you to look at the board and tell me when is the first player that you would take Stefan Diggs over. Well, this is only because of preference, but I wouldn't take Travis Kelsey. Oh, well, you and I are not very far apart. Two picks before, I would have taken him over Devontae Freeman. And so you guys know um, Devontae Freeman was the last pick of the third round, and Travis Kelsey was the second pick of the fourth round. Yep. That was a terrible piece of decision-making. Yeah, but you know, if it's Gordy's guy. Gordy could have got Gordy's guy in the third round. Okay, but, you know, if you want to make sure. I mean, you know, like, let's say, for example, if you really want the Jaguars' defense, mm -hmm. you grab them early because they're your guys. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> That's foreshadowing. I, I'm looking forward to getting to that, that topic. All right. So let's do a quick run through of Gordy's team here real quick. Uh, okay. So I think he has Deshaun Watson starting, although he does also pick Matthew Stafford. So I don't know what's he going to do that if he's going to go by week by week. Uh, he has Sammy Watkins and Stephon Diggs as two primary receivers. At running back, he has Jordan Howard, but at tight end, he does have Rob Gronkowski. With the Vikings defense and Will Lutz. Yep. Now we also holster a defensive line, linebacker, and DB position. So for Gordy, that was Daniel Hunter, Micah Hyde, and Deion Jones. Mm -hmm. So this is obviously not a team we're in love with or ESPN is in love with. But let's, real quick, what is the, is there any pick here that you do like? Uh, I, I think we, oh, Gronkowski. Okay. I was going to pick Gronkowski, but he picked him two spots before me. Makes sense. And sorry, and, and that's okay, you weren't prepared for this part, but one thing I've, I've got notes of is 
who I think every team's best and worst pick is, but not so obvious. Like if you pick Todd Gurley, I'm not going to say that's your best pick. That's just a no brainer. Well, he went, he went where he was supposed to go. Yeah. I'm saying for the value. So using that, I actually really like Jordan Howard in the fourth round. Fair enough. I think a lot of people are talking about how the bears could be what the Rams were last year and can be based on the fact that the, the Bears offense cannot get worse. And this guy was still a top 12 running back. Tells me that there's nowhere to go but up. So he actually sniped him from me when I wanted to get him in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Who do you think is team nine? Team number nine. Bobby? No. I, I, oh, sorry. I want to go back. One other thing we're going to do is I talk about a premium on top 40 players. So in theory, if we all drafted equally well, everyone would have four players in the top 40 in theory. Right. And Gordy has three top 40 players, those being Jordan Howard, Rob Gronkowski, and Stefan Diggs. And again, these are my own rankings, so people don't have to agree with them, but that's the context. But um, no, you picked Bobby as Oh, nine. you always... You? No. What? Lucas? No. Me? No. Cam. Cam. Cam came out ninth with 654 points and was also ninth in ESPN's rankings. Mm. I uh, thought... Go yeah. ahead. He didn't really have like a great keeper to keep either. What was he between Brandon Cooks and him? LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, that's hard. So, I mean, at least one other person at least was like me, and they're like, who do you keep? We have nothing. Who would you have kept in that situation? Brandon Cooks. Oh, you're wrong. I see why your teams are typically so bad. Well, LaShawn McCoy could be going to jail. <laughs> could be. Brandon Cooks should be going to jail for stealing money from teams. Oh, I see what you're saying, because he doesn't play well. I don't. I think he's a little boomer bust. I think yeah. I know all the reasons to not like LaShawn McCoy, but if I've got to keep somebody... Yep. In the first round, I figure McCoy is going to be the Bills' offense, so let's just see what happens there. Yeah, fair enough. Mm, fair enough, indeed. I thought the best pick in the for Cam in the draft was getting Drew Brees in the sixth round. That that feels like a lot of value to me. Absolutely. So he's actually got a quarterback situation of Drew Brees and Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Very good. Indeed. And you didn't need to pick Drew Brees there either, did you, Cam? Could have let him fall just a little bit farther to Kelly and I. But you guys were all like, let's get back up quarterbacks in the fifth round, sixth round. We're going to get there in a sec. Uh, I know, okay. I know. Oh, let's talk about uh, Oh, a couple things I want to talk about with Cam. So four top 40 picks, so good. And actually, I think that's actually a nice rally for Cam to get four top 40 players, considering he had a dumpster fire as his keeper pick. And his top 40 picks in my eyes were Kareem Hunt, Demarius Thomas, Drew Brees, and who is the fourth one? Did you only have three, Cameron? Brandon Cooks? <laughs> no. All right. Huh. Okay, just three. Cam, Cam only had three players in the top 40, so all right. I'm just looking this over. This isn't making sense. All right, but we will not keep haggling. Cam actually finished the year last year. In third, mm-hmm. uh, this may not have come up on last year's show, I'm not certain, but the year before the 2016 season, Cam won the championship, defeating me by half a point in the semifinals, if you remember that at all. 
Okay, I don't remember last season, but I'm 99% sure if you lost a game by half a point in championships, you'd bring it up last season. Yeah, I I, I did. Oh, oh, that was a joke. We're going to get there. Okay. we got a lot of places to get to tonight. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this year, Cam had a good run, actually. Uh, Finished, won his tight, won the division, went into the playoffs as a two-seed. Faced me in the semifinals this year. Cam did not go on to the next round and finished third. Oh. This is what I want to talk about Cam's team. The thing I didn't like about Cam's team is we're going to run through it real quick. We're just going to go through his top six picks. Brandon Cooks, Kareem Hunt, Carson Wentz, Demarius Thomas, Evan Ingram. If in rounds... Rounds three and four, he would have replaced his pick with the player that went right after him. Here's what a starting lineup would have been with skilled players Drew Brees, Kareem Hunt, LaShawn McCoy, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, and Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram would have been his tight end either way, but that second team feels a lot better to me. He just he knows those guys and he likes what they are. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know, I really. Well, I mean, that's, that's how I draft. I'm like, okay, wow, like Julio Jones is up there, but there's this guy that's like I like watching, named like Sean McDonald. I'm gonna draft him. Got a gut feeling, and again, that's why I don't win. But, you know, he likes his guys. I like. I mean, I think he can. Do, he has a great, Carson Wentz. It might be pretty awesome. Yeah, I got some trade bait. If Kareem Hunt can do what he did last year. Yeah, at I, the beginning of last year, I think he fell off near the end, didn't he? His lull was more in the middle of the year. I got no objection to the Kareem Hunt pick. I think that was the perfect pick to make a, uh, the ninth pick uh, of the first round, second round, which is what he had. So, nope, I thought that was a good pick. I think it's after that that uh, it starts to kind of maybe fall a little bit. Okay. I don't know. I still like his team. That is okay. Do you want to guess who number eight is? Alex? Nope. Nice. Kelly? Nope. Oh, this is hard. Lucas. No. Oh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, I, I should have oh, just picked him from the beginning. Bobby was eighth in my rankings with 709 points. Bobby was also eighth in ESPN's projected points. So we're, we continue to be in sync. Mm-hmm. Uh, four players in the top 40 for him. That's Saquon Barkley, A.J. Green, Tyreek Hill, and Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon's a top 40? Yep. I think he just skins in right at the end. Neat. Nifty, if you will. And Philip Rivers. This was the worst decision in the, the entire draft for me. Keeping Philip Rivers? Who else could he have kept? Melvin Gordon. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, I just think this team looks a lot better if he's got Melvin Gordon and Staquan Barkley running the ball. Still has Tyree Kill and A.J. Green. And then in the fifth round, he could have kept Phillip Rivers. He could have gone and got any of the following. Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, amongst a few. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be a better-looking team. Yeah. Now, I do want to acknowledge I had a chance to reach out to Robert and discuss the issue with him. Okay. And his rationale was that Rivers was a top-five quarterback in our league last year. Okay. And that Melvin Gordon was a bit boosted up by 12 touchdowns, which seems like a a high number. 
combined with uh, what I questioned, the 3.9 career yards per carry suggests that he may not be as top level as he previously was. I mean, maybe, but maybe not. It's Philip Rivers. He's always there, you know, doing his thing. I'm just saying, I don't have an objection to Philip Rivers. I'm saying that you could have kept. Oh, yeah, kept Melvin Gordon and got him later. Yeah, it just. Well, I mean, but how do you know, though? Because every other year we've done this, quarterbacks go in the first three rounds. First mm-hmm. two, three rounds. And then this year was like the only time, like, no one picked him until, like, five. So, okay, for you, you keep a player, you're like, okay, I will get on board with that, and I think the other thing... Well, no, I'm just saying, I get why he would pick it. He's like, oh, maybe everyone else is going to pick all these quarterbacks early, and I want Philip Rivers again. But I don't want to use my, like, actual first pick on him. Yeah. So I'll just use my keeper. People may bat, make bad life choices all the time. I get it. The other thing, to his credit, uh, he's a big fan of Jarek McKinnon. He yep. thinks Jarek McKinnon has high-end potential this year. And... Again, this is where things can get tricky because we're basing points off of my system and where I rank players yep. versus if we were doing them off where you rank players, you'd be the number one team because obviously you'd get all the players you wanted and then it's a totally subjective system. Mm-hmm. But I, I just – I see the value in McKinnon being the lead back in San Francisco, but I can't get it out of my head that he couldn't beat out Matt Asiata or Latavius Murray to be a full-time back in previous years. So it's hard to see – how he's going to pull this off. I mean, I used to have Derek McKinnon. I think I like picked him off on a free agency and I would use him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was fun to watch. I don't yeah. Know. He was fun to watch. That's all I remember, really. He made, he made plays when, when they put him in. I think it's a fair point. I would always, I watch Derek McKinnon and I think, this guy looks like a guy who should be really good at football. Yeah. He's just not. Well, I, maybe he'll have a chance here to show him, prove himself. He is absolutely going to have a chance. He got paid to be a lead back in San Francisco, and we'll see what he does. Yeah. Any last thoughts with Robert's team? Um, he does have Matt Prater. That's good. <laughs> we carry on Johnson. Although I heard he's been practicing with the second team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But, you know, if that turns out to be something cool, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think carry on Johnson's a great pick for the 15th round. I mean, I'm not going to um, call that his best pick. I think for me that was to be able to get Tyree Kill in the fourth round. That's a, that's a really nice pickup. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think carry on Johnson. Take a shot with the guy in the 15th round. If it doesn't work, move on. And if it does, you've saddled up a stud. Yep. Care to guess who number seven is in our rankings? Lucas. No. Kelly. No. Me. No. You. No. Tim. No. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's not Matt, is it? No. I was going to say, this team's good. Who happened? Like, you? No. I think I already said you. You did. Uh, I already said Gordy. Can't K. Kelly. I already said Alex. I already said Tim. It's not Jay. It's not Matt. I said Lucas. I already said Lucas. Mm-hmm. I already went through everybody. Why can't it be Jason? Don't tell me it's Jay. Why wouldn't it be him? He has Todd Gurley and Aaron Rodgers. And what else does he have? That's all you need. Okay. Okay, as long as clavicle holds up. Okay. Yes, as long as your clavicle holds up. Is Jay, so Jay's number seven? Jason is number seven. No, okay. I mean, he has the second best tight end. Travis Kelsey's really good. I wouldn't have picked Larry Fitzgerald because I think he's 45. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. Isn't he 45? I think he's 34. Oh, oh man, I do not know time. Okay. 
He's Todd Gurley, who basically everyone who had him last year won. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, who in our league quarterbacks are awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, his wide receiver core isn't the best. And, like, that's, like, it. I mean, it's also his defensive stuff isn't, like, top-tier stuff. But, I mean, it's still – he has a good team. Yeah, I think I want to honor um, what you said there. You're right. If you start out with a couple of foundation pieces like Todd Gurley and Aaron Rodgers, that's awesome. But I th- And you're right. I think that – I was looking at it, and I, I thought – I was thinking for all the – all the research people do and all the work that people work do on their drafts, you know what I think? I think most leagues, the person with Todd Gurley won their league last year because that guy was just, it was a tour de force. And yeah, that's what I he said. Was, so to spoil the ending, yes, Jason is number seven on my list, and I will say he was sixth on ESPN's projections. Yeah, so the wide receivers just hurt him that much? Well, I guess he doesn't have a great flex option either because of what it's Juju. Schuster, isn't it? Yeah, let's review his starting lineup. Oh, and I'm going to remind me after this. We want to go back and check in on new names. Um, Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. Todd Gurley, at running back. Larry Fitzgerald, Alshon Jeffrey, and Juju Smith-Schuster as your starting wide receivers with Travis Kelsey as your tight end. I mean, Travis Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers, and Todd Gurley is great. Sure. Alshon Jeffrey should not be in anybody's starting lineup. Okay. Oh, with the Eagles defense, Justin Tucker. So I, I will say that um, Jason is 7th with 751 points, and there is a bit of a cluster in between teams 4 and 7. Okay. So I think if he just had – because I'm very down on Alshon Jeffrey, so that probably hurt him. Though he did manage to get four players in the top uh, 40, those being – Gurley, Rogers, Gurley, Rogers, Fitzgerald, and Kelsey. You got it. So he did get four in there, and I. But I, I'm I'm not an Alshon Jeffrey guy. I think when you have less than sixty catches, that's concerning. He was really inflated by having by having eight touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. I think he actually wound up like something really low, like fifty four, fifty six catches. So that is a. Uh, that's not anything I I am into, but credit where credit is due. Jason is our. Three-time league champion. Yep. So, I mean, he has three wins. So, I must, you know, goes off his gut, gut feeling, who he likes. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He saw Todd's girly name on that list. He printed off at ESPN, and he was like, that's a cool name. And that's who he picked last year. And then he was like, wow, he's really good, and they kept him. Yep. So, Jason is our defending champion. Checks in at six this year. All right. Fair enough. I think he should be higher. I like your team, Jay. But that's fair. But I get, I get, I get, I get it. So we'll see. I want. Well, you like this team. So as we kind of go through five through one, I want you to just make a mental note. Tell me who you thought he was better than. Okay. All right. Um, just a quick check in on team names for people who are tracking that. Uh, Gordy maintains his team name every year. Go Navy, Navy Goats. Cam last year was seven dollars with the Hoobastank. Oh yeah, that's yep. right. And then this year he is Chuck Norris Action Pants. Fair enough. Fair enough. Are those real things? Or? There's a logo with it, so I assume it's real. Fair enough. Eight was Bobby last year, and this year he is the Rothy Bombs. Again? He hasn't changed it yet. Fair enough. Seven 
is Jason, who last year was Aunt B's Pie and Custard Emporium. Yep. And this year is Nice Try Jan. Is that like from The Office? Um, or something? I think it's a Brady Bunch reference, but oh. his, his picture is of the Queen Mum, so I'm not sure. I don't know who that is. The Queen of England? Oh, the Queen of England. How tired are you? Well, you said the Queen of Mum. The Queen Mum. Queen Mum. Yes. What does that mean? That's what they call the Queen of England. I thought they called her the Queen of England. <laughs> or the Queen. That's how they say it. The Queen. It's the Queen. It's a law there. So if you don't do it, mm -hmm. you get arrested. I'm confident that's making sense. I appreciate you explaining that to me. Okay. Queen just points you out specifically the crap. Like, hey, you. Just bring him in. Who do you think number six is? Uh, me. No. Kelly. Yes. Yay. Now, I will say this is the first spot where ESPN and I actually differ quite a bit. Um, I have her sixth. Okay. And ESPN actually projects her second. Wow. Well, you see, because that's what they still have with Sean McCoy still doing everything that he did. Probably. And then they have, I don't like DeAndre Hopkins, but I get why you pick him there. In second, his her second round pick, but and why they would rank him high? Do you have DeAndre Hopkins really high? Um, four, I think. Four, fair enough. I had him on my team for what a year or two, and he was just kind of underwhelming. This is uh, this is why uh, we differ. Her I'm gonna run through her starting lineup real quick, and then uh, we'll check in. Uh, quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, the running backs. Running backs, Dalvin Cook with Sean McCoy, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, wide receivers, and then Delaney Walker as a tight end. I am not as high on Ben Roethlisberger as ESPN is. I think that's where the big difference is. Fair enough. I thought uh, Kelly has got, I think to me this is probably the first thing I would call a steal of the draft. To get Jarvis Landry in round six, really, that feels like a good place to be. Yeah, that's a good pick. Because even if, like, she's got a team set up that she he's not even starting for her, and that's okay. But I think he's great depth in case somebody gets hurt. Absolutely. So totally love that pick. Um, this is going to be a theme we're going to be talking about with a couple of teams when I think about biggest mistake of the draft, and that was the quarterback situation. We've got a draft that starts out, I think, really solid with Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, LaShawn McCoy. So I think we've got a top-shelf situation here. Now in round five, you take Delaney Walker as a tight end. When you could have had, you're going to be hearing these names, Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford. Okay, but here's the thing. is Everybody else already had a quarterback. It was me and Kelly who didn't have one. Kelly, there were two people that didn't have a quarterback, and there were like six left that you could pick from. And she was like, okay, well, I can pick this now, and then one of those will come back. I'm going to pause you here. Before, then, well, no, before you go on a tangent, I wanted you to have a factually correct tangent. Okay. When Delaney Walker is picked in the fifth round, six teams have quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, I know, but then you pick Delaney Walker. I don't know. Maybe she wants him because why focus on a quarterback? Because, yeah, six teams have one. Mm -hmm. And then I suppose I could have picked one and then if it came around again, but I didn't. So they were still all there. Okay. And then only two people had to pick again, and then they could have picked a quarterback, and she'd still be fine. But then all of you guys started picking backup quarterbacks out of nowhere. 
All right, so you have a little more grace towards the move. Because it's not her fault. If it, if it worked out, if you guys didn't pick up back I'm sorry, you can't say it's not her fault. She's no. in control of who she drafts. Well, I, no, I know, but it's not. If they didn't pick up backup quarterbacks, like, Kelly would have been fine. Like, she could have had Matt Stafford or Kirk Cousins or Cam Newton or something. And if she really likes Ben Roethlisberger. And then it would have paid off for that to work. Okay. Well, I think Ben, she had to settle for Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I didn't get the sense that she was in love with that. No. That's not that's not her. It stinks. If she's got Patrick Mahomes as a backup, that's uh I'm curious how that's gonna turn out. I mean, why not take a risk, right? Yeah. And I look Ben Roethlisberger will have good games. That's just one that makes me a little nervous that he could uh, as a guy who lost a championship game because he flaked out against the Cleveland Browns three years ago, I can uh mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a little tied to it, but this is a guy that feels like he could be a letdown at a bad time. Yeah. But I think it's uh, I just think it's a team if that quarterback piece was there, man. I would think this is a, a good-looking team. No, I, I wonder if the quarterback decision cost her a championship this year. All right. Care to guess who number five is? Me. All right. Sorry, going to pause real quick. Uh, uh, number, number six was Kelly with her new t- nickname, Good as Golden. Last year, she was known as Victoria's Secrets. Okay. And she, pardon me, was in sixth with 762 points. And want to guess who is in fifth with 766 points? Me. No. Oh, you. No. Oh, God. Uh, Matt. No. No. Uh, I... Lucas. No. Oh. Uh, Tim. Tim. Or Mr. Moore, sorry. I'm actually drawing a blank on what his team name was last year. And they're the tough guys this year. I think they're mm-hmm. don't mess with the bald guys last year. Uh-huh. Okay. So Tim is in fifth with 762 points. Or 766 points. And let's double check and see where ESPN had him compared to me. Oh, we're pretty close. I had him fifth. ESPN had him sixth. Okay, cool. So we're close. Four players in the top 40. And I did want to acknowledge Kelly actually being in sixth. She had five players in the top 40 with Cook, Hopkins, Adam McCoy, and Landry. So I was actually, that's why um, just really, if she could have put that quarterback in around five, I would uh, think this would be my number one team. Actually, no, probably my number three team. They're the number one team just throttled this draft. And they lapped the field. Yeah. Okay. Go through teams, Tim's team here real quick, and that is a starting lineup of Rusty Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Adam Thielen, Marvin Jones, and Greg Olson with the Patriots defense and Jake Elliott kicking the ball. No real, nothing of note on the bench. It's a really good team. I like it. Marvin Jones has a high upside when he plays well. It's just they have a lot of people are throwing to in Detroit, so. Ball gets split around a lot, but they do throw constantly. So when he had good games, he had really good games. Greg Olson's pretty decent tight end. Adam Thielen was pretty fun to watch last year. I don't like Russell Wilson, but a bunch of other people do, so it was a good pick. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, Kamara and Elliott as running backs, really solid. My God, that that running back situation is so impressive to me. Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Really There's good. a scenario those could be... I don't think Alvin Kamara could be a number one running back with his volume, but he can also blow things up. So there's a scenario I think you could have Elliott number one and Kamara in the top four or five. Yeah. I mean, and with the points running backs put up, that's I would be hard to beat. 
this. I'm with you. Marvin Jones has some upside and didn't fin did finish 11th in our league last year. But Marvin's similar to Alshon Jeffries. He didn't have a ton of catches, but he had a ton of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the, I just want to put you in his position. So making sure I'm going the right way. So Tim drafted third. Yep. So, and he's drafting third in round six when he picks up Marvin Jones. So you need to look to the right. And so if you were in his spot, you have this team at this point, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Russell Wilson, Adam Thielen, Greg Olson. Would you do, have done something different with Marvin Jones if you look to the right and start seeing the receivers that go off the board? Well, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. But, that, but I mean, I feel like he likes Lions players, you know? I think there's a lot of people in their draft, you know, they see a Lions player and they're like, eh, you kind of have to reach to get them in this league. Tim's a two-time champion, man. He he fights past that Lion loyalty that kicks us all in the teeth. So I, I actually like what you're saying. You put, yeah, that feels a lot better. Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry. I'm now noticing that Gordy, reminded that Gordy took Jordy Nelson in the sixth round. I also might have taken Corey Davis, but maybe not as a number two wide receiver. Mm. Tim, also four players in the top 40. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a real solid draft. Mm. And I think with Tim's ability to play the waiver wire, being fifth after the draft, that's fantastic. Because mm -hmm. I think, like, Winning or doing well in this league is about getting little victories, like starting out, being able to come to the table with a good keeper for the next year. Right. And to be able to start for him, keeping Alvin Kamara, excellent. Then after that, being able to build a solid foundation. And whoever wins this league probably has to get a keep, has to get somebody off the waiver wire that just blows up. Yep. Uh, for Jason, that was Carson Wentz being able to step in for Aaron Rodgers last year for our champion. Mm -hmm. So, good luck to Tim. Uh, Tim was fifth in my again. Tim was fifth in my rankings, sixth on ESPN. Uh, Tim just missed the playoffs last year, finished seventh. Uh, he actually lost on a tiebreaker scenario that kept him out of the playoffs. So it was a good run by him. Ouch. Yeah, he uh, his running backs. My word, last year were Kamara, Fournette, and David Johnson. But even though Johnson was hurt, I did. Guy can pick him up. All right. Anyways, on to team four. Care to guess who that is? Team four with 775 points. Lucas. No. Oh, my gosh, me. No. Uh, you. No. Matt? Matt. Okay. You, you have tossed Matt's name out early. I don't. I get the sense you were not a fan of his team. No, I haven't tossed his name. I, I haven't been saying his name at all. Oh, okay. I thought he had a, he has Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. It was one of those things like Jay. We just had a great team, and then he filled him with like solid people. And if Jimmy Graham can play really well. Like mm -hmm. that's awesome. So last year, Matt His running backs aren't the best. But oh, go ahead. But I mean, I mean, Freeman's good to have, but then that's it. But otherwise, I really like his team. Agreed. Um, I have him fourth. ESPN had one spot behind in fifth. Let me ask you this. Well, actually, first, let's go over his team real quick. So Tom Brady, quarterback, like you said, Devontae Freeman, running back, um, wide receivers of Antonio Brown, Doug Baldwin, Allen Robinson with Jimmy Graham catching the ball with the Rams defense, and Stephen 
Goskowski. Would you have te- both Antonio Brown? I'm sorry, Antonio Brown is both a good player, and I'm not sure Matt, who has the number one pick in the draft, picks Antonio Brown when the next. Just to give context, the next three picks are Aaron Rodgers, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson. Now he wasn't going to take Rodgers because he already had a quarterback. But would you have taken Antonio Brown over one of those running backs? Yes. So if you had the first pick in the draft, okay, I don't, I would not have picked, I would not have picked Antonio Brown. That was the question. Well, yeah, because he's so good. Because David Johnson, you're kind of worried about because he hurt his hand. Ezekiel Elliott didn't play all year last year, and I mean Antonio Brown's just been like sweet. You know, it's 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 a safe pick, and it's you know smart. Okay, so for you, um, and then he has another keeper because I'm assuming he's just going to keep him next year. Antonio Brown? Yeah. Okay. So for you, this is a case of he's the safest pick. Let's just not make a mistake in the first couple of rounds. We'll figure we'll find a running back somewhere else. Exactly. Okay. And I think there's you know there was a lot of running backs he could have still picked from, but if he waited till like a little bit later, and you know he did. And look, two or three years ago, Devontae Freeman was the hottest thing in fantasy football. So if he can just be good, top 10-ish, combined with the other pieces of that puzzle, this team's got a chance. Yeah, but the other thing, if he didn't pick Antonio Brown, look what his wide receiver core would have been. His best possible quarterback, wide receiver he could have picked was, like, Doug Baldwin. Who he has. Yeah. But, I mean, like, because, like, everyone got taken, like, in that round. And then it would have been, like, Doug Baldwin or Alshon Jeffrey. You wouldn't have taken Adam Thielen? Could he have picked? Oh, he could have taken out too. Yeah, you're right. I, I was going backwards. Oh, he could have picked Tyree Kill too. Yeah. Could you imagine that team? Yeah. Because I think this is where we disagree. So I would have taken I would have taken Ezekiel Elliott. I think there are four top tier running backs. Two of them were kept in Gurley and Bell. That left Elliott and Johnson. I would have kept Ezekiel Elliott. And then I'm going. Adam Thielen, Doug Baldwin as my wide receivers. And I'm feeling pretty good about that. But I see, I, I do want to acknowledge that, that uh, Antonio Brown is a good player. So I think it's just yeah. about your preferences. Yep. So now we're going to kind of, we're going to start to really start moving up the board here. Oh, sorry. want to check in real quick. So uh, Matt is fourth in our rankings this year. Matt finished fifth in the league last year. Yep. Actually, no, I was thinking Matt won the division, but he did not. Matt had a good year. All right, so, again, I want to just kind of give a – because we are really going to start to see the teams that, at least for me, separated themselves from the packs. We're going to do a quick rundown one more time. Uh, Tenth was Gordy with 652 points. Ninth was Cam with 654 points. Eight, Bobby with 709. Seven, Jason with 751 points. Six, Kelly at 762. Five, Tim at 766. Four, Matt at 775. Uh, And we take a big jump here. Uh, Team three, 852 points. Lucas. 
going to pause real quick. I want to just... Uh, oh, you're talking again. Oh, no, I did. Uh, totally my fault on gotcha. the correction. I just, uh, we've been talking about how many uh, players everyone has in the top 40. So for Matt, that was that was four. That was Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Devontae Freeman, and Doug Baldwin. But his... So to me, Antonio Brown was the worst pick in the draft. I really loved his getting Corey Davis in the seventh round. I think that is a guy... I took a pass on at one point in the draft, and I was disappointed he didn't come back to me. Mm -hmm. All right, so number three with 852 points. Lucas. No. Me. Yep. Cool. So talk to me. How do you feel about your draft? I liked it a lot. I could have waited to pick the Jaguars' defense. I picked it one round too early. So let's – uh, But I still like my team. Well, let's, minus the quarterback. Let's run through your team, and then I'm going to ask, ask you some uh, follow-up questions. And oh, Again, to go back, uh, Matt's team name this year. Last year he was – this aired in 2009, people. This year he is Rayman's Ballers. Last year, you, Alex, were known as the injured, injured reserves. The injured reserves. Uh, and now I'm Cheese. There's more to that term, but we will get there in just a second. It has a bad word in front of it. <laughs> it does. It rhymes with stick. Stick cheese. That's what I want to call you. Slick cheese? No, stick cheese. Stick cheese? Stick cheese. All right. I came in last, so Jay got to name my team. Yes. One of the caveats of our league is the team that wins, Jason, gets to name the league, which yeah. he named the team three-time champ, zero-time researched, a nod to the fact that he does zero draft prep before, yep. yet has won three titles. Yep. I have a follow-up thought on that. Okay. And he also gets to name the losing team, and he named you Stick Cheese. Yeah. And picked your logo, which was? It was a hoppy hot dog on a pizza. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right, so running through your team real quick, you have... Sorry, I was looking at Matt's team, so I'm going to pull you up here real quick. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my team's up there. You can just look at it, maybe. I, I just want to go with the starting lineups. Gotcha. Oh, we could probably do something on Twitter where we just attach everybody's lineup or something or show the draft results. Yeah, if you want to do that. All right, we should probably do that. All right, you. Uh, I'm not sure if this is what you would do, but uh, it's got Dak, Pres Dak Prescott listed as your starting quarterback. David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey as your running backs. Julio Jones, Mike Evans, catching the ball, Jordan Reed as your tight end, the Jaguars defense, and Robbie Gould. Yeah, I got Robbie Gould. So I list, I've list. i got you having four top 40 players, which I think is good. And just, again, I give you the floor here talking to me about your team now. Um, I like my team. I usually always just get a bunch of wide receivers early. Mm -hmm. Then I uh, actually decided to do my first pick, David Johnson, because he was there. Uh, this is like one of the few years I've ever got a pick before five, if not like the only one that I remember. Mm -hmm. So I got to get a good player right away. Um, I wasn't sure about Mike Evans, but he went battle to me, and I was I was pretty happy he did. So I was glad with that pick too. Christian yeah, I McCaffrey, I never thought I was going to have that pick. I never, I was never going into the draft thinking I was going to grab him. But quick pause. What are your so going into the draft? What were your thoughts about Christian McCaffrey? I like wasn't thinking about him at all. 
he just wasn't the player I was thinking about getting. But then it was the, like the fourth round, and I was like, oh, Christian McCaffrey's still here. And then since it was going to come around to me real quick, it was like it's not like many people are getting picked again before I pick again. So I was like, oh, Christian McCaffrey sounds like a good fit. And uh, I was really happy after I got him. I didn't really watch many Carolina games, but uh, I got Golden Tate as a backup. I was really excited about that pick, too. Yeah, I think that's a solid backup. Yeah, Kelly was picking before me, and I was like, oh, Golden Tate's not going to make it to me. And then she picked a tight end. And I was like, I like immediately was just like, Golden Tate. Easy pick, and I was pretty happy. Yeah, you were. It was kind of a tight end run about the time you took Golden Tate, but you stayed away from it, which I thought was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you and I did not get a tight end until like when? I got it in the 15th round, and you got it in the 13th? Uh, you got your tight end in the 12th round, oh, and 12th. I was the round after the 13th. Yeah, 12th and 13th. How do you feel about your tight end, Jordan Reed? He's really one of these guys that went to like, let's see, you got him in the 13th, and the tight end run it was in round 5. Um, I'm excited about him because he has Alex Smith throwing, yeah. and he likes short passes. I think tight end is perfect. I think he has a huge upside because he's a really good tight end. He didn't get to play last year. Uh, he was hurt for most of the year. But I think this year, you know, I think he has a really big chance to make a difference for the team. So, And tight end is a pretty useless position to begin with. Yeah. So but basically if you're not getting Gronk, Kelsey, or Hurts. Exactly. Well, I think he could be like that. I think he could be a pretty high-tier tight end. But since he was got like pretty much out all last year. Yeah. You know, to get to see him. So just kind of taking a risk. I think a tight end is a good spot to take a risk at. I also want to just take a quick pause. Um, the pick after Jordan Reed in round 13, one of the steals of the draft for me, for you to get Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. fine. I know he's coming off a torn ACL, and I know he's not going to play for four weeks, but you got him in the 13th round. You don't need him to play in weeks one through three. You've got Julio Jones. You've got Mike Evans. You've got Golden Tate. You can go ahead and wait that out. Yeah, well, I was happy with that pick. I really was. I didn't think you'd make it. I think the upside there is just... Your team is... those The guys you have just feel really safe. So I think the only thing you... He's just good injury insurance for me when I think of your team. Just really great. Um, So I, again, because obviously obviously the draft is going to skew towards... These are the rankings for how I like teams, obviously, because... based off of my ranking so for you to be three is it's built in that i like your team but i i am going to take you to task for a minute i i if i pick the quarterback instead of the jaguars yes i'd be in much better shape i think that's part of it but i i sorry we're going to set the table here and remind me i think we need to go splice at the beginning of the table our draft order because i think that's good for context you were picking fourth in the draft yep so that means I'm sure it's really important here. So the way the draft fell, we talked about earlier, six quarterbacks went in the first three rounds. Uh, There's a break, no quarterbacks go in round four, five, and then we don't start seeing quarterbacks get picked up again until the end of round six. Uh, What you're referencing is in round six, you take the Jaguar defense as opposed to a quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the floor here for a minute, but I think you, you've already addressed this. Your rationale in the moment is twofold. One, a big fan of the Jaguar defense, obviously. And if you can get a different make, difference maker at any position, you do that. Yeah. Two, 
you knew you were going to come back in about 12 picks, grab your quarterback then. Yeah. The seventh round, basically, in theory, in the seventh round is everyone's first bench spot. You're pretty much filling out your starting lineups for the most part in the first six rounds, and then the seventh round is when you are grabbing a backup. So you figure there will be somebody, this team is so good, I will grab a quarterback. There's a number out there. I'm mm-hmm. feeling okay. And you, what you said to me, and you've said a couple times, is you could not have projected the run that followed. Uh, and again, to put context to this, so you pick the Jaguars. Uh, first quarterback goes off the board, four picks later, and then it is quarterback, 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 three non-quarterbacks, and then two quarterbacks again before you. Yep. I would have been happy with five of the people that I got picked. Three people needed a quarterback between me and my next pick, mm-hmm. and I would have been happy with five. Yep. So I was like, I could just get the Jaguars defense, which I really want, and just pick one of whichever one's left because I like all five of them. Which one did you not like, Newton or Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger. Okay, so basically, okay. So here's where I'm going to take you to task. I drafted eighth, so when it comes down to the point where in the seventh round, because again, the snake draft, we're now in the seventh round, I'm picking, and then you're going to come four picks after me. I offered you a trade. I said to you, I will trade spots with you in the seventh round. That gets you Matt Stafford, who I'm who I know you would have liked. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna come so switch picks with me. I want your pick in the eighth round, and then you can have my pick in the tenth round. Mm-hmm. You declined, and let's just look at what so you basically turned that down so that you could pick up Alex Smith. Instead of, so you would have, that eighth round pick was Alex Smith is who you used it for. So you have Dak Prescott, Alex Smith, and you didn't want to give up, oh, I'm sorry. The eighth round pick. Yeah, I'm I'm stumbling over that, so thank you for the clarification. 100% honesty, I just, I would have felt mean if I did that to Kelly. Because I was like, there's one quarterback left, and I knew she would want Matthew Stafford. And I was like, ah, that'd be a butt move. How? And I, I just felt, I felt bad. Because, uh, like, then Matt, and she's like, all right, I'm going to have Matt Stafford. And then I'm be like, just kidding. We're going to trade, and I'm going to take him. And then and then I would have felt bad. Okay, so. That's all. That's honest. I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, you know. And I forgot Gordy was picking. And I forgot how much Gordy likes picking Lions players. And, yeah, he did. I love you as my brother, and that was the stupidest answer I have ever heard. Why even try and fancy football then if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings if you win? Because I would be happy with Dak Prescott, too, in the end. So you're happy with your quarterback situation? Oh, okay. I would rather have someone like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. But I think what I have with my quarterbacks, I have three people that have a high upside if they perform as well as they have in the past. Not counting Tyrod Taylor. He's kind of a risk. But I think Dak Prescott, I mean, Alex Smith had a good leader last year. If he can do it again, it would be really nice. And then Dak Prescott, he's, if he has Ezekiel Elliott all year, I think he can have great potential. So I was okay with it. I'm going to pause. I think any I, one I of the, I'm going to go for a second because I've got some feelings. Any one of those three would have been a good backup choice because you're right about potential. Dak Prescott was actually the leading quarterback in our scoring system for about the first half of the year. Alex Smith was number three, though it was off a career year. And Todd Haley leading the 
Cleveland offense that's got Josh Brown and Jarvis Landry. That's got some upside to me. I agree. Mm-hmm. But no, that's that's what you do with your backup quarterback position. Also, I had Matt Stafford last year. And you have to remember last year was infuriating because I kept switching between Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins, and whoever I put in just had no, nowhere near as good of a week. And it was just infuriating. And that was just, I don't know. I mean, I would have liked to have him on my team over Dak Prescott, like a little. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's That, too, is it's just a little. It's not a lot. Okay. So and, maybe, so, and so I was like, well, maybe I get something good in that. If I gave you my eighth-round pick, I wouldn't be picking for 20 more picks after I picked Dak Prescott. And then what would I have gotten in the 10th round? Uh, I got Kenyon Drake in the 10th round. I think that would have been a great pick. Um, so uh, did we address this already? You had you have four top 40 plays. We already went there. Okay, so I guess that what I'm hearing from you then is, for me, there were 10 guys that I was comfortable with as my starting quarterback, and then it kind of drops after that. For you, it's not the case. No. Stafford's a little better than Prescott, but it was not. How I view quarterbacks is I, there's like top four, mm-hmm. and if I could get those, I get them. Usually. Mm-hmm. If there's not something like well, this week, this year I didn't do it because David Johnson was there. Yep. And I think that's an obvious choice. Yeah, you would have. So, but I mean, it's, if, if I don't get those top four quarterbacks, it's just kind of mushy after that. They'll kind of blend in with each other for like 15 quarterbacks. Okay. So it's just, I mean, that's what I do every year. That's why I always end up with like Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford last year because I didn't get one of the early ones. And I was like, I'll just wait. And I think I got him in like the seventh round again last year too, sixth and seventh. Fifth and sixth because you, you messed up my, my plan of waiting for a quarterback last year. Fair enough. Okay. All right, so we just disagree on that. So how do you – all right, so you feel good about this team. I do. I like it a lot. Okay. Any last thoughts on this team? Uh, uh, my defensive players and defense are great. Yeah, let's, we haven't talked much about it. Just a reminder with our league, there's a defensive player, and then you get a lineman, a defensive lineman, a linebacker, and DB. For you, that is C.J. Mosley, Rashad Jones, and who am I missing? Oh, Cam Jordan. They're like three of my favorite picks for defenses, even in IDPs. So I think they're like my version of the best IDPs I could have. Okay, so you feel good about that. Those were three guys I really wanted because – and I like them a lot. And then I have the Jaguars defense, I feel like, just as a defensive unit. Okay. I know it's not a lot of points, but I just think it would be a nice little bonus. I think you got good foundation pieces. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so we talked about you being third with 852 points. Yep. Team two has 1,021 points. Lucas. No. You. Yes. Yeah. So I'm second. I want to be really careful. I have no interest in humble bragging here. I get that I'm going to score high when it's based off my own list. In fact, I makes number one, the team that finished number one, even more impressive. They basically beat me at my own game. Yep. Uh, go through my lineup here real quick. Starting quarterback, Andrew Luck. Running back, Le'Veon Bell. Or actually, running backs, Le'Veon Bell, Darius Geis. Catching the ball, Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen with Trey Burton as a tight end. I think that for me, I think my best pick in the draft was 
Josh Gordon in the eighth round. Fully understanding that that is a boom or bust situation, but if that thing hits, it's going to hit big. Mm-hmm. Luke Keekley in the seventh round that is probably the move I am. I should have waited one more round on Luke Keekley and taken Matt Stafford, and then I think I really this draft would have felt probably like my second best draft ever. I really would have liked it if you did that. Yeah, I'm so I'm kicking myself over that decision. But the thought process at the time was I I cannot believe I'm getting Andrew Luck in the sixth round. I've got him ranked as my third best quarterback, and I'm getting him this late. So to me, that's getting an elite quarterback who I basically only need to sub out once a year on his bye week. And I know there's some risk with the shoulder. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to take that chance because I actually picked up Jameis Winston as a backup. I'm actually pretty okay with that. I think that I think Winston is a bad NFL quarterback, but a good fantasy quarterback because interceptions don't count or they're negative two points, but he's spraying the ball all around the field. Yeah, that's fair. So that was my opinion, or that was my thought process at the time. Okay. So I don't have much more to say about my team because I'm not trying to make it about that. Any last thoughts on that one from you? Uh, I like Darius, guys. I want to see what he does this year. I feel really good about that as a fifth-round pick. In yeah. theory, I had Jarek McKinnon rated higher, but... Don't you rarely go for rookie running backs, though? Like, rookie players, I don't really see you take chances on often. Um, no, I think that's a fair observation. Like, I'm thinking about Saquon Barkley and... Had Michael Thomas been drafted in the first round for the pick before me, would I have gone Saquon Barkley or would I have played it safer with a guy who a second-year player like Kareem Hunt? So uh, it's a fair observation on your part. Um, but this this guy was supposed to be a first-round talent. Some issues at the Combine kind of mucked that up a little bit. There is no – I don't think he's going to get a lot of the third-down work, but for your fifth-round pick, second running back to be a first and second-down horse, my goal is he has a Jordan Howard type year, and I think I'll take that for a fifth round pick. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, five fourth, five players I have listed in my top 40. Those were uh, Bell, Thomas, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, and Andrew Luck. And just, again, I was really excited to get Keenan Allen in the third round. That felt like uh, that was pretty good. I was happy about that. Anyway, good. Probably not long enough about my team. So that leaves team one. Care to guess who it is? Uh, yes. Oh, sorry to go back real quick. Last year, um, so this year I was number two. Last year finished second in the league. Do you know how my season ended, Alex? You lost in the finals. I lost in the finals. You want to know how I lost in the finals? By points. By half a point. Mm-hmm. On the Monday night football game, the last game of the fantasy football regular season. On Christmas night, with 34 seconds to go, Nick Foles throws a pass to Nelson Aguilar, and I lose by half a point. Ouch. That hurt. That would hurt. To the team that does no research for the draft. Yep. Or the season. Yep. Lost by half a point. Yep. And on Christmas. Our league has been in existence for 12 years. That is my sixth title game last year. Do you know how many championships I've got? One. 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 
All right. Sorry. I wanted to get that tangent out. So, the number one team in the league. Care to guess who it is? Oh, sorry. One last uh, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I haven't talked about this team enough. Last year, we were the Rainmakers. This year, we are Rescue Rangers 2, The Reckoning. <laughs> I All like right. it. Oh, thanks, man. Now, care to guess who number one is? I've already done it twice now, but uh, Lucas. Lucas. Yep. Beat me at my own game. Um, 1,026 points, five players in the top 40. This draft was incredible. You think so? My word. Let's run through this team real quick. Starting quarterback. He likes Cam Newton better than Kirk Cousins, but I'd flip it around. But either way, starting quarterback combination, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins. Running backs, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette. Catching the ball, Odell Beckham, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Ertz. Alex Collins is a backup running back I'm really high on. Uh, Pierre Garçon, I'm not interested in that at all, but you know what? He's an eighth-round pick, and that's the worst thing I can say. That's a heck of a draft. Um, this is going to get a personal for you. His kicker is Matt Bryant because he's a big jerk and he's stolen from me, and that's probably why he's number one, isn't it? <laughs> no. I'm assuming in your little formula, there's like a little key on the bottom right, and it's like Matt Bryant plus 20 because he's an all-star and you don't deserve him. So Matt Bryant, the Chargers uh, defense. Des Bryant in the 12th round. I like that pick. If he gets on the team, yeah. Look, when you get the 12th round, you're now talking about the guys you cut when something exciting happens and there's an injury and a good player steps in. So I think this is a chance you take a week, four weeks before the regular season. You know, because we had to draft five weeks before the season started because we're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This was. Well, that way all of our players can get injured. Yeah, this was like the stupidest idea ever. Well, yeah, but you know. And he's got uh, defensive players: Harrison Smith, Calais Campbell, Tevin Smith. Um, not you know solid. Alan Hearns is the last pick. That was a dart worth throwing. But again, uh, overall, this team just well done. And and Lucas drafted in the tenth spot, just kept hitting uh, pick after pick. I think. Yeah, again, I think the eighth-round pick with Pierre Garçon is the only thing I might have done differently. And I'm just looking real quick. Yeah, I think Kenyon Drake's who I would have taken there. I'm just kind of looking at this point because the board jumps off. People go in all sorts of different directions. But, hey, so kudos to Lucas. Lucas actually beat you in the, I don't think we call it the toilet bowl, but it is the game to determine who is the 10th place team and has to be named by the league winner. Yep, and then I beat him the next week when it didn't matter. In the super toilet bowl. <laughs> super toilet bowl. All right, so one more time, we're going to run through those rankings, and we will we'll have another episode next week, so we're not going to worry about week one projections for, you know, something that's five weeks away because we drafted ridiculously early this year. Yeah, but, you know. So 10, Gordy, Go Navy, Navy Goat, 652 points. 9, Cam, Chuck Norris, Action Pants, 654 points. 8, Bobby with the Rafi Bombs at 709. 6, League Champion Jason and 
Nice try, Jan, with 751 points. And now, in theory, the six teams that are going to make the playoffs. Kelly at number six with her good as golden, 762 points. Five, Tim. Tough guy, 766 points. Fourth, Matt and Rayman's Baller, 775 points. You, sir, in at number three with Stick Cheese. Yay! 852 points. That's so many points. Uh, I am second. Rescue Rangers 2, The Reckoning, 1,021 points. And the number one team with just a (laughs) phenomenal, phenomenal draft. Number one. Luke's team. Sorry, I know that it's Luke's team. I was pausing because we hadn't acknowledged his new team name this year, which I knew was a playoff Saved by the Bell, and I'm just drawing a blank on what it was. Uh, I thought you were just doing it for dramatic effect. Oh, sure. Saved by Odell. Huh. I like it because he has him on his team, too. So I have... I didn't realize how different in points it was. Like, everyone has, like, 700, and then you're like, there's me with over a 1,000 points. I drafted the guys that were high pointage <laughs> on my list, so... And I think I was pretty clear that uh, that it's skewed in your favor. Yeah. Oh, sorry, let's... Uh, I don't think we had talked real quick on where the top three teams were versus ESPN, so let's just do that real quick. Uh, Lucas, who was number one in our league, was actually number three with ESPN. You, I'm sorry, I was number two with our league, number one with ESPN, and you were number three with our league. Care to guess where you were with ESPN? Number two? Um, seven. Seven? <laughs> yes. Well, ESPN doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so ESPN liked your draft a lot less. What kind of I window think. lickers they got over there in their projection booth? They are not a fan of the stick cheese. No. They just, like, saw, they, like, waited for our draft, and they're like, hey, they got David Johnson. What do you think he's going to get this season? They go, like, six points. Uh, Similar to the discrepancy with Kelly, um, yours is about the quarterback situation. Uh, Dak Prescott is not projected to have a great year by ESPN. Well, ESPN is not going to have a great year projected by me. That's right, more layoffs. Oh, that's right. Are even more layoffs possible? Probably. All right. I mean, they do have a lot of people there, I guess. Any last thoughts on the draft? Uh, no. Okay. Well, the goal is we're going to we're gonna see this through every show until the end of the season. Or every show. Every week until the end of the season. Goal is next week that I believe I sent an open invitation to the league. And Cam has accepted. So I think potentially Cam will be on next week with us. Cool. I'm excited. I interviewed the commission last year, but you weren't there because you uh, you were up to some sort of sort of some <laughs> some sort of chicanery. Yeah, crazy stuff. You know? Yeah, I think you were on a bender or something. But yes, yeah, Cam is the only time three of us have done the show together. Once I thought it was a that was a good episode for the most part. Oh, top tier. It's in our top ten most played episodes of our twelve. Of our eight. We only have eight. Well, we got nine now. Nice. Nice. Well, it's definitely top ten. Okay, top eight. <laughs> I don't know. This might be number nine. This one? Yes. I don't know. I think it's pretty... No, there was a show I did without you last year. That was terrible. So that's number nine. This is in the top eight. Nice. Top eight show. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I, it's because I speak for the listener. Oh, I listen all the time. 
Do you? Yeah, like to ourselves. Yeah, I tend to I tend to listen to podcasts at the gym. So I was listen, I will typically listen to ours the next day, kind of <laughs> see what I think of it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. All right. What? Uh, I couldn't do that, but that's, I understand. Alex, what is your podcast recommendation for the next week? After people listen to our show a couple of times, what is the what's a podcast you're listening to? You would suggest people oh, can try to a podcast in like a year. Really? Like last year, you talked about how great you how much you love podcasts. Oh, I listen. I've been listening to one. No, I lied. I listened to one. It's about I don't know. I forgot what it's called, but it's about like spooky history stuff. It was really cool. So try to find that one. Spooky history stuff. Yeah, that's not what it's called, and that's not in the title at all. But you know, if you find it, tweet us. Can I? At Chubby Thirteen. Just be like, hey, hey, no. At Chubby Thunder Thirteen. At Chubby Thunder Thirteen. Yeah, I'd be like, I found a spooky history podcast, and I'd be like, maybe that's it. I don't know. And then you know, so I like that one. Um, lore. Ah. That's I what it's called. I figured it out. Yeah, it's called Lore. L O R E. Yep. Well, I think. I don't know. The question I was going to ask you, though, was, yeah, couldn't you just look at your phone and see if it was on there still? Ah, oh, that's in my pocket. It's on your thigh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but upside down. Holy crap. Alex, we have nine followers. We do? Yeah, let's give shout outs. What was our goal? A hundred. Oh, I thought it was ten. And I was like, all right. So we have... Our mom. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Nope, do it again. Love, Love you, mom. mom. Wait, she she has a Twitter? Yeah, apparently. What's her Twitter <laughs> name? At M-E-G-T-U-75. Love it. Mm. All right, Detroit versus everybody. I don't know what that so is. So shout out to Detroit versus everybody. Okay. Um, you, are, you are great. Fantastic. We're big fans of... The things you do. We are not against Detroit. No, wait, we're Detroit, so we're against everybody with you. Right? I think so. Okay. I'm just looking to make sure they actually haven't treated anything like, you know, terrible. Oh, that's right. We could be endorsing something bad. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I'll right. do that. It looks like they've had two tweets. Who else is still mad about this game? That was on 924-17. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on that game. <laughs> These refs are a joke. I, don't you? They probably were joking. I'm they, probably still upset about this game. They probably were. I'm mad just listening. This guy is like so much description in his tweets. Like you can just feel his emotions. Be careful. I don't want to alienate 11% of our audience. I hope this is like Bobby. And he's like, thanks, guys. I mean, it's very possible. What else do we have? I'm actually looking to see what happened on 924. Oh. Oh, he's actually spot on. That was the game we lost to the Falcons when oh, Golden State. You better not be being sarcastic. No, I hate jobbed. that. I was so mad at that game. We got so jobbed. And, you know, that's what kept us out of the playoffs, that one game. The Detroit Lions out of the playoffs. Yep. So Detroit uh, versus everybody. Nailed it. Did he make that Twitter account just to post that? He's that's got 27 followers. Dang. And he only has two tweets? <laughs> yeah. Pretty impressive. All right. All right. So who else follows us? Dylan Bostic, pro wrestler from Indiana. I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah, like the, the headlocks and the... Um, you are not helping our cause. You're not helping. I don't know who he is, but I bet that's great. I'm glad, glad he's a wrestler. You know, wrestling's cool. We'll just be deleting that out. No. Don't censor me. 
What else we got? Dolphins on PFS. What's PFS? Let's see. They have 466 followers. Oh All right. Gosh. We're like famous. Complete coverage of the Miami Dolphins. All right. Yes, based out of Miami. Good squad. Suns National, Phoenix Suns podcast devoted. Then two members of our league. All right. right. We're all right. Yeah. Two of our the, the people we make this podcast for are following us. <laughs> this is awesome. That's 20% of our listeners. I thought, wow. Oh, I follow us too. So Are you one of the two? No, uh, Cam and Lucas follow us. Oh, nice. So three. All right. So I think the goal can be double digits, especially if you start a Twitter account next week. No, probably not. But you will. Okay, fine. All right. Well, probably not. Okay. Feeling pretty good. All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. Who's Gracie?